0: Welcome, everyone, to the Monday night show. We we're just talking about tax returns off there. It's a hot topic for you, not something you yeah. talk about every week. But...
1: Do your tax return. Do your tax return. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Keep your cash.
0: Run. Keep it all. Run. Keep it all. <laughs> how are you, gentlemen? Going well?
2: Yeah, going well. You know, how good is it having a weekend seeing the glorious Miller and everything I said about him, see, displaying it for everyone to see. So... Just you, quietly, you have, my erection still has not gone down. Just <laughs> just letting you know,
0: quite happy. You would have been uh, the ner- most nervous one out of the three of us, I reckon, with your claims on Miller. If you had to put in a nah, stinker,
2: nah. I've seen enough of him it. on you. I knew he's VFL ready, um, AFL ready. So, only proved
1: that.
0: And CB, how you going, mate?
1: Good, thank you. Um, yes, we finally caught up to our metro cousins, and uh, yeah. <laughs> we're all in it all together now. So, um uh, look I, I just hope again everybody out there i hope you're uh, you're doing as good as you can if you need to talk talk to your friends talk to your family whatever you need to do to get through this time because it's um it's not fun but hopefully tonight for the next hour we do make it fun for you so yeah, it's our little, our little yeah thing ex- you guys
0: exactly right and to your point Toots, that uh it may probably won't be a weekly show going forward no. but we're Definitely keen to do something whether it's fortnight, whatever, whenever we're available, kind of thing, yeah. just to catch up with everyone. Doesn't have to be footy related, we might talk about other sports, music, games, conspiracy theories, whatever. We'll just talk random crap and get everyone involved and just say good day and check in on everyone. So, yeah, coins? We, will, we, can we talk we, about we coins? something going. Coits, we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. we can talk about cooking, we can have a cooking,
2: cooking cast,
1: <laughs> yeah, cooking, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because, because the blues are always got, cooking, so uh, we can I'll do you, cooking i we have a sure cooking show food. with you, Tiggs, it'll be go for about four hours. You fucking rave on about your chorizo. Oh, my yeah, mate.
2: Don't
0: you
1: disrespect
0: that, son. My Beautiful, mate. Mm-mm. And a bit
1: of coming at you. Well,
0: you right. might be like yeah. what was that fast food? Was it taco? What was that one you caught out? Someone saw you at the front of the yeah, other way. Yeah,
1: taco bell.
2: No, taco <laughs> bell. <I'm just, laughs> I was waiting for yeah. More yeah. to bring to coffee. Yeah, coffee.
0: Tiggs, <laughs> that's,
1: that's such an old gag. It's such an old trick where you just go to a fast food joint Buy the food and then bring it back and then palm it off as your own. Oh, good, I'm for dinner tonight. These noodles, are <laughs> I'm gonna do Taco Bell.
2: I'll take a Chinese food and say, look at look how multicultural I <laughs> have the past, not Taco Bell. But I, I hear, you know, yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. I'd be keen to hear a bit more about how that how that all plays out. Toots, apparently I need therapy. Yeah, I think <laughs> everybody knows doing. <laughs> Might, might have your work cut out for you after this year. Yeah, yeah help me out. Oh, this, is a, this is a good suggestion from Lee. Maybe we should do a computer rebuild show. See, Lee's, Lee's my mate.
2: She understands exactly right. And she's not saying that mockingly. No, list. that's a different Lee. That's a different
0: Lee.
2: She wants to know how to put the RAM in, in the motherboard slot with the SSD um, cards and stuff. Awesome.
0: Now, before we get into it, I don't know if this comment's directed at me, Aaron. It might be, and probably fair enough, because my background (laughs) is slightly different. We have had to revamp the garage a little bit because of space reasons, and we need to get a few things. So the the cabinet that my stuff on behind me has gone, but... There are, if I shift out the way, there are some frames sitting on the ground there. So I haven't gotten rid of all the uh, all the Richmond stuff, but I've got the Premiership jumper on. So it's all good. It's all good. Still love them. What a, what a fickle
1: fair weather supporter you are. ends <laughs> and <you> pulled all your <laughs> shit
0: down I've already. Got a You're with you me. As well. You're whip, <laughs> Michael's your whip, mate. <laughs> well, yeah, possibly. My mate will probably say that I am. No, we have got to just clear some space out. We're in too small of a house. It's bloody tiny. Yeah. But anyway. Um, not a, what do you think of the... Oh, you can you can lead off with the game, CB, the game against the Hawks. Take it away.
1: Right, our, our final game of the year was played, which netted us the magnificent pick number seven in a draft. Um, it was a result that none of us saw coming, being a draw. Both teams, 12-11, 83 apiece. Um, goal scorers, Tommy Lynch with three goals, three, probably should have had 5-1. Uh, but again, he had a great game: sixteen disposals, uh, sixteen kicks, three handball, seven marks. So I'm not going to sneeze at that. Um, Jack Rewalt with the lazy three goals, including an absolute wound the clock back on that second last goal from defence. That was an absolute jaffer. Uh,
0: well, his last two were good, weren't they? Yeah, his last yeah. two were really good. Yeah.
1: Um, Bolton with two great game, fourteen disposals. Sydney Stack with two in the last quarter. He was fantastic.
2: His defensive um, efforts, mate.
1: Tig's boy, Castagna, kicked one. Oh, my <laughs> Go.
2: Like and the Richmond
1: boy, <laughs> Mabia Choll, with a one goal, one, with a terrific seven disposals. Um, on the disposal, <laughs> Mark. Um, um, <laughs> Jaden Short with 26. Jack Ross played a fantastic game through the middle with 24 disposals. Dylan Grimes, 21. Nick Vloston 20. Dave Asprey, 20. Got four off his career best. We're the clock back. Daniel Rioli, another great game on a half back line with 19 disposals. And Ryan Collier-Dawkins uh, with 19 disposals. So really mixed bag. Um, I guess the pleasing aspect for that game was that uh, Damien Hardwick backed in a midfield of Thompson Dow, uh, Thompson Dow uh, Collier-Dawkins, oh, so Jack yeah. Ross, a chole, Coleman-Jones um against a pretty much a full-strength Hawthorn midfield. So that was wonderful to see those young blokes go up against it. And I'll say this, I know Jake Art's come on as injury sub, but it, someone else mentioned it. It's twice now I've seen him actually play on the ball up around the ground and he's actually looked far better there and more comfortable than actually playing as a forward. So maybe there's something in that moving forward. Oh, I've been drinking,
2: <laughs> You've been on the snaps, haven't you? um gee what a call big call wrong call bad call <laughs> <That's> well <how it laughs> <was. laughs> look my thoughts i tweeted during the game i loved how we persisted yes. the whole game to have our three kids in there um, in the center square i thought that showed coaching courage that showed um and look we showed the the potential of Dow, but also where he needs to get better in in relation to you know he takes he's got this beautiful burst out of a pack but He's got to learn his timing, like his short step, and he gets caught. So, But he'll get better for a proper full pre-season. Um, excited to me was Miller. He played the Asprey game for me. He was quiet in the sense that he wasn't like um, away as the best. Like Asprey normally is not considered the best, but he beat his man. He won every one-on-one that he was involved on, and he um, he, he helped support his backline, his fellow backline back members. It was a mature game. Um, and, you know, and I just thought what could have been if he hadn't played him since Round 8 when Bolton went down, you know, how far advanced would he be? So I'm really excited to see what he can bring next year. Um, you could tell most of our players were cooked, but it was nice to see in that last quarter, you know, players that are playing for their future like Stack, you know, that defensive smother on Burgoyne um, was brilliant. And I got to reach from behind him and had the awareness to get on the ground and block the ball. Um Yeah, so I was quite quite happy. I was flat watching the game because, you know, let's face it, we knew we were gone. But um, So I concentrated on the kids and it was good to see. I really didn't see a poor performance uh, with the kids. So, yeah, um, just next year, I I think I tweeted, we just need to get the biggest recruit ever and it's going to be a forwards coach for me. He's going to be the biggest recruit ever. Fuck round one picks and get someone that can tell our midfield and how our forwards should lead up to the midfield. Um, and fucking Tom Lynch, put your kicking boots on, son. I don't want you running up and down. Every, I just want you to be at the front of those sticks and just kicking. From 20 metres, 30 metres out, um, just kicking the ball a million times and getting it through It was just us. an off year,
1: mate. He's had two good years previous Yeah, I know.
2: Tonight, right? I know. And yeah. I had a nod that I had a bit of an argument with. Goes, oh, Richmond wasn't really that injured. I said, mate... Just look at our outs. We had 10 outs and 80% of them were all getting surgery or all injured. And they were playing while they were injured. So just not our year, but mate, I'm so bullish about next year. It's not funny. You know? So bullish, CB. How's
0: your chance? Michaels? What do you reckon? What's that? Uh what you? sorry, I was just enjoying all the all the viewers' comments. Um now it was I wasn't too emotionally invested in the game, as I'm pretty sure all of us probably weren't. It was actually nice to do kind of what you were saying, to sit there and enjoy the kids. And I know the commentators mentioned it, and so did you guys, but I really respected Hardwick's um, discipline to not throw in your Bolt and Jack Graham, you know, the usual heads into the middle, just to let the young kids have a full crack for a game. And they held their own, you know. Hawthorne had some pretty good plays in there, and when the game was hot on and on the line to be won, um, they did really well. RCD found a bit of it. I mean, I would have loved for him to play a few more games throughout the year, but it obviously, it wasn't to be for whatever reason. Um, Miller, I, he didn't look out of place at all. I was really nervous for his debut for UTIGS more than anything, but um, yeah. he he looked really composed. And I know, I think you've mentioned it a few times, but you could sort of tell he had leadership traits as well with his direction and his talking. And you don't see that very often from a first game player. So that sort of shows one. You know, you can tell he's been in the system for a, a, few, a number of years, obviously, um, but the fact he feels comfortable enough to give directions on the field is a good thing. And I, we do have to sort of celebrate, not sort of, we do have to celebrate Asprey. That His first quarter of two quarters was unbelievable. Yeah, was I, I was almost thinking, are you sure, Dave, are you really sure you want to do this? Because he was on track for, you know, his career all all-time disposals. But what a wonderful career he's had for us, Dave, and same as Basher. Um, both will be Richmond men forever and huge parts of the reasons to why we are where we are today. Yeah. I think 15, 15 surgeries in thirteen years of footy is probably a yeah. fair toll to take. Yeah, time, so. yeah. It is. yeah.
1: Uh, but but as as Asprey said too, he had a chat with Dave, uh, with Ben Rutten. and Ben said when you can, when you can feel yourself pulling out of the odd contest here and there, it's no longer you're going to go all the time hard in. It's time to give it away. And Dave even admitted a couple of times during the year he felt himself pulling back a touch, and he said he just laughed about it, but he he knew in his heart of hearts. What was the right or wrong thing to do there? Um, I, I agree 100 with you guys. I, I, I love the kids' game. Like I thought, Miller. Like watching him, he's actually got a bit of pace about him too. I was surprised yes. that he was a closing guys down, and he's a he's a big, beautiful shape for a key defender. Yeah. Um. There's, there's a hell of a lot to work with there. So you think, geez, there's there could be one there. Um. We've seen Mansell again. I didn't mind Parker's game. I thought. Um, yeah, it was good. I reckon, I reckon Parker's going to be a better player again when he's got better players around him, if that makes sense. Yeah. It'll elevate him. Um, yeah. He need, needs a contract, though. He's only on a 6 monther. Yeah. yeah, but having said that, look, he, he was recruited for depth. He wasn't recruited as best 22. Let's be serious, yeah. but injuries have given him his opportunity. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't be against keeping him for depth. Uh, like I said, the kids were brilliant. Um, what I learned, like you, Tiggs, I learned that we've got no reason to not be bullish about next year with the players. We've got to come back and, um, what we saw this year, you know, towards the back end and, and, and available with the VFL system being such a mess, the time we were able to get into these kids in senior football was actually invaluable. It probably put us, it's going to say, probably puts us ahead of some other clubs development, if that makes sense. Um, exactly. yeah. and, and to be honest, there was nothing really that I disliked. I I thought, um, I was comfortable with how the game actually panned out. It was dog shit to watch for the first three
0: quarters. It wasn't that great. Last quarter it was a was fitting win. result, though. It was, a, I thought for both it teams, was... given there was nothing on the line in terms of finals or anything like that, I know there's you know, draft picks, but put that to one side, I thought to be able to not have a loser on a game where you've got Burgoyne, Clarko, Asprey and Hawley finishing up was just a really fitting result, especially with how close Hardwick and Clarko are. Um Oh no! I thought it was just really nice, and you could tell how close they are from their press conference after the game, which was really <laughs> nice too. But not, yeah, not a bad result. I mean, you know, it hasn't been the greatest of years overall, but they, I think the young kids showed enough in that last game to give us some, uh, some something to be excited about for next year. We'll talk about um, the elephant this- in the room that's been mentioned in the media. So it's coming out now that apparently
1: Bashirvuli isn't happy that he's retiring. It can um, a-
0: personally. Fucking-
1: Regardless of what's been reported, I'm very comfortable with the club making that decision because um if he had to go on for another year, it would cost us another player like a Markov that were, like it costs us like a Mansell or it's going to cost us someone. <coughs> so I'm very comfortable with the club making that decision, and um, yeah. Asher will always be a legend in my eyes. And just on that, just on that, um every year that we put him on a
2: one-year contract, we've not agreed, and I've got this from uh, an impeccable—he he knows it's hundred percent. Um, one of them be telling you now. Um, every year, he hasn't been told he's going to get in a contract while the season's been going. He, um, and Harvick's been pretty open with that. It's generally towards the end of the year, he goes, yeah, yeah, we'll give him another run. And he's happy to say it during press conferences. He didn't this year. Um, first thing on the head, first, Mike, I think you need to go back to a couple of our earlier shows, mate. I said at the start of the year it was pretty likely that I think it might have been even last year, the last show, oh, Asprey definitely, all only most likely would retire this year just to – but, you know, my medical degree is nice and fine. Thank you very much. Um, your other part of your question, so I don't whack without a hug. Um, no, he would never play, he won't play elsewhere. But in saying that I'm not bashing someone pays him a million dollars, who knows? But um, we didn't give him a promise verbal agreement and then back out on it and all this other shit. Um, he was clear for us. People, so I know someone said that Parker definitely will get signed up next year. What I've heard is if The trade goes the way, the trades go the way that we think they might go, then he won't have a spot for him because we will have the coverage to cover the depth um, and we want to give his spot to a kid that we obviously draft in. If it doesn't go the way that we're hoping it will go, plan B, then Parker will probably get another year contract um, as depth because one thing Parker does really well is apply pressure and having a full midfield that's fit, he'll complement that. Like you said, CB, he'll be a lot better with skill around him where he can limit what he needs to do and just focus on one or two aspects of his game that he's really good at, which is applying um, pressure and actually getting the ball post-clearance. He's actually pretty good at it. Um, he's a big he boy. Ball, he can get the turnover. So, big, um, big unit. Yeah, and he's a decent size. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty – I can't wait for this week. By the end of this week, you'll know if we've got Sarah or not. I can tell you that. Um Uh, probably Friday or the weekend. Um, We'll know if it doesn't break earlier. Um, And, um, yeah, there's uh, obviously after we've got to wait till GWS finishes in the finals.
1: But I'm pretty bullish, boys. Pretty bullish. Just one more thing. How good was McIntosh's bump on Kaczynski? That was a fair uh, hit. But it was a Sydney
0: Stack-esque. Quite liked it. Yeah, he He was good. on bumps, just remind me, Pickett played a, I liked Pickett's game as well. Yeah. And yeah, I thought uh, it was cracking in as hard as ever. So it was, you know, it was a lot of little good signs to, to finish off the year with, but um, there's obviously still a lot of things we have to address. uh, In particular, the, the coaching structure, as you guys said, and I think we spoke about it a few weeks ago that, I think it was the first time since the Bulldogs in 2016 where an entire coaching line or group of coaches was completely changed up. And it it obviously hasn't worked for us because there was a lot of disconnection going forward. Uh, We can all see it. I'm sure the club knows it as well. But hopefully we can get that fixed. And there's been a few people in here putting uh, would you bring in Teague as a Ford's coach, which is an interesting thought. I Yeah,
2: I'll be open to it. Um, I prefer to get someone that... um, How can I rephrase this properly? I would prefer to give like another McRae a crack. You know what I mean? Find someone that – like what we did, Xavier Clark, is fantastic. That type of person that might not be in the senior AFL but might be even in in the Waffle Leagues or might be in the VFL Leagues, someone like that that is really good in relation and build a relationship with the playing group is youngish so can bond with the younger guys, but knows he's footy and and, and and can learn still. So that's the type of coach that I would love to get. That's why, um, like seeing Newman um, at halftime talking to the, um, to the I think it was the midfield or the forward group of the Hawks, that's the type of, I'd love Newman to be at the club. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not hope, that hopeful on it. Um, Aaron, not to make this a trade show, but as to answer your question, I reckon 50-50, dead set, it's a 50-50 um, is where I'm going, which is better than what I was thinking a couple of days ago, but yeah, 50, 50, actually
0: 60, 40 our way. This is an interesting one, Nick. Now I'm pretty sure these rumors come up last year about Barney going to Adelaide. No, they make zero either. sense. If, any, if, any, if anything, he might, he may well retire. and may, may not yeah. be doing a job with us, if anything, but at his age and what he's accomplished, like I don't see why he would want to up, you know, uproot the family and shift to Adelaide. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, Stranger things have happened, I guess, but um, no, I don't know if that'll if that'll happen or not. But he's on record. I
2: think he was on Richo's podcast saying that no, he's too old to move. He's happy once you know he's happy to see out his day and retire at um, retire a Richmond man. So
0: yeah, and he's done yeah he's done a lot for the game. So I, I don't see what was what would be the incentive for him to do that. But, he's just warming. He's just warming the seat for when Clarko comes. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Can we
2: speak about the other elephant in the room? The news that the fucking stand rule was not even tested with the committee, was not yeah. followed, the, the actual fucking process that it should have followed, that it was just Hawking saying, I've just watched my team, his team, make no mistake. He knew when he changed that rule he was going to the Cats. Take that to the bank to quote the great Rex Hunt. Um, and he fucking brought that rule in, Gil. The absolute—he reminds me of what's that fucking? You reminds me of a duck? You, know, you see a duck in the water? His head <laughs> doesn't know what it's doing. Just fucking it—that's Gil, right? So Hawkins just said, "Shut up, Gil, you bitch. I'm going to do this," and he's done it. It's I find incredible. that staggering. It is—it is match fixing. It is you're tampering with the rules to benefit a certain portion of sides to the detriment, the clear detriment.
1: To your main number one rival. Well well, Gil has uh, said that the rule is a success and he wants to keep it for next year, right? Which means He's decided. No one no one enjoys this rule, right? But I'm hoping apparently Brett uh Brett Maloney, Brett Mahoney, Brett Maloney, the guy at Essendon, who was formerly at the uh on the yeah, coaching God. staff at Melbourne, yeah. he's actually earmarked to take over Hawking's job. So I'm hoping if he's listening. For the love of God, piss off, Stan, and piss off nominating a ruckman. Just give give me those two changes, and I'll be a happy man.
2: They won't do it. You know why they won't do it? Because if they do it straight away, it's then you'll open yourself to getting sued. You know the questions would be, oh, this is really dodgy. Now that Hocking's gone, you revert it back. It would be too. It'd be too many questions oh. asked.
0: Have you lost the like lobe there, Tiggs?
2: No, no. You know what? Uh, <laughs> God, oh my, my blue lips. See the blue lips And it's the but, blue screen I've got. It's hold on. Let me turn the computer off.
0: On the uh, on go. the rule. I mean, we've all we all would have seen this on Twitter throughout the day. So it's the lowest scoring season overall since 1967, and the Coleman Medal. So Harry McKay won it on 40, uh, 58 goals. Sorry which is the lowest tally by the winner since 1965 and the fourth lowest goal tally by the winner in the last 100 years. So they can't keep spreading this bullshit that the rule's working because, you know, yeah, sometimes it might look nice when teams are kick-mark, kick-mark, but they they said themselves the aim of the game was to increase scoring and it has not happened.
1: It's it's an ab, absolute abject failure. Yes. And, and I would, I would love to, refuse know. to acknowledge their own mistakes, yeah. and that pig-headed and arrogant that they will not listen to what the punters say um, just shows the sheer arrogance of this organisation and how far they are off the reservation with what actually <laughs> people
0: think. The only I would, way I would rule... love to know if there was any other rules that have ever been implemented that have bypassed the Rules Committee, or is this the only no, time? The first I'd, time? I'd love to know.
2: It's the first time from, like, um uh, how I read, that was the impression I got from reading the article, but the only way this stand rule will work the only way. Um, obviously, we have to evolve as a side, right? Let's just not pull up your yellow and black eye here. We, and, and and I believe that's the thing on demo. We did not evolve. He, for me, we even he looked a bit stressed throughout the year. Obviously, shit going on. Did we Did we have that extra support for him to keep his eye on the ball? I don't think we did. So that's on us, right? Uh, but in saying that, we would still be playing finals if um if the if we weren't. I believe in part umpired out of the game. There was a lot of games that we. Actually, feel it, but all that aside, the only way this stand rule will work for us, if we want to still keep our uniqueness as a a side and maximize our personnel, the umpires have to be held to account to police the 15-meter kick. That has to be police. See what sides are doing, and I reckon you're full knowledge of hocking, they're kicking eight meters, ten meters, and getting away with it. So that nullifies any ability to put pressure on because. What we try to do is press up. Okay, you've got the ball. You have to kick fifteen meters. Let's press up that fifteen meter zone so they're going to kick in and cause a turnover that way. But then what they do, they do a short kick. That's well within that fifteen meters. We're out of position, and they run off the back and score. So they have to police that fifteen meter kick. Else, it's just a farce. It's just we have to play like the first first half of the game against the Hawks. Slow about- chip, 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 and then run. And it's stupid.
0: The, uh, the other farce from the weekend was the timekeeper not doing his job in the, oh. the the Prisman game, which could have cost the Bulldogs a top four spot, so they lost oh, like 40 seconds or something.
1: I yeah, know there's 40
0: minutes point. left in the game, but, um, yeah, crazy. You'd you think, you know, they'd get that kind of stuff sorted. What did you guys make, before we get on to the bloodbath and the den, what did you guys make of the last few games? The Geelong-Melbourne game was a cracker. That, that last chord was unbelievable. <laughs> and
1: Yeah. <laughs> If, if I'm honest with you, the only game I actually watched and spent like for a while is just the Richmond game. Um, I did catch up on the Melbourne-Geelong game when I was on the bike today. I stuck on a KO Mini. So I watched the 17-minute highlight package. Yeah, of it. yeah,
0: it's what mean. Um,
1: yeah. But I couldn't give a shit about other clubs. Like, the game is unwatchable. So mm. yeah. I just, yeah, it's half Yeah, watched
2: I watched the TV. I'm not going to watch any of the finals. Fuck it probably maybe watch the one preliminary final, maybe if the final finals are actually umpired like proper finals. Um, but at the moment for me, I cannot look at a neutral game without seeing a clear agenda that you can fuck. Like that, I watched portions of the Bulldogs and Brisbane game and you could tell there was a clear bias on one side that we normally cop. You know, where one side would throw you to the ground and get away with it. You throw someone on the ground and it's ping holding the ball. It was just ridiculous. And it's, it's this, if it wasn't for Richmond, I would have given up on AFL. The only way we're going to get changed here is Gill's removed. That's the only
1: way that's going to change yeah. is Gill needs to go. And after reading the boys' play, he should be removed. He should, shouldn't be in this position. Should.
0: Now, before we get stuck into the next bit, I feel like we're going to get run out of time if I don't actually ask. You guys would have seen the questions keep popping up, but everyone's asking for an update on Hopper or Green. Is there a quick one-minute overview on where anything's at or do you know nothing more than last week?
2: Mate, it takes me longer than a minute to to unzip my pants. Um,
0: I'll try.
2: (laughs) At the moment, nothing's changed because they're in finals, um, to be honest. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm actually starting to get sneakily optimistic in relation to Hopper. What's worrying me now? Funny enough, we've got the seventh pick. Now we've got the seventh pick. We're going to keep it no matter what.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so that might might make forces to go into the draft. But we've got gurus in our. Um, we're not going to trade the seventh round pick. I mean, the seventh pick. That's not being traded at all.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Question to the audience, and you can put your answers in while I go berserk in a second. Would you? Would you be? What would you like to see? Would you like to see Richmond trade? their first or second round pick, or do you want us to keep both first round picks? Let so us know currently what we've got
0: should do. So currently we've got pick seven and pick 16 in the first round. Obviously pick 16 yeah. could change depending on where Geelong finish. Yeah. So, yeah, what would you guys like to see happen? Let's assume that the players, they could be used for a hopper, green, or a, or a cherra. So send through what you'd like done. Uh, CB, Bloodbath, let's have it.
1: righty yeah My final bloodbath for the year. I'm a little bit emotional. This one's called Collingwood. It's funny when you hear a Collingwood supporter talk these days. You know what they sound like? They sound like that pissed loser uncle at parties who shoot their mouth off at how great they were and how great they are. But everyone in the room sees them for what they really are, a true dickhead. Let's look at facts. They've won two flags in 60 years they won 11 of those 15 flags by 1936. So in 85 years, they've won four. So unless you can tell us about the Great Depression or the Roaring 30s, just shut the hell up, right? Furthermore, your club is a racist cesspit, has been for years, and a token Indigenous Australian on the board doesn't smooth over anything. People see through that. You have a board challenge in the courts and no coach. I see Paige crapping on about Nick Daycos coming to Collingwood in the draft on Twitter. Well that's interesting, Paige. Let's have a look at that. Collingwood's draft hand is Oh, that's right. Because last season GWS traded picks 24-30 in a fourth rounder. They obtained your first round pick. That pick's currently. Can you tell me that pick is ticks? It's number two, isn't it, sir? Number two. Number two, two. Ooh,
0: number two yeah. is it? Is it Voss?
1: Voss? So let's say you haven't got pick two. So um, your actual picks in a draft are 37, 39, 47, and 50. That's all you've got. And if a club bids on Dacos, you're going to have to find 2,400 points after the 20% discount is applied. Oh, boy, wowee. I reckon he'd look real good in a yellow and black jumper at pick seven. So you're screwed at the draft table as well. Then there's the fact that you were over the cap last year, but Jill snowballed it, let's be serious, and fire sale, fire sailed four players. Now you're still feeling the impacts of that. And after selling the farm for Grundy Moore and Kmart Dusty, your best ever <laughs> player and captain looks like walking out to the club for a net return of zero. What's that? Is that zero? What's that worth? Zero? Is that ticks? Zero? Nothing? Nada. I think they say nada. Nada. Yeah. <laughs> so pies. Please sit down, shut up, and welcome back to the Tony Shaw years. Biggest club in the land, more like the biggest fantasy in AFL football. I don't know what's more believable. Gill telling us Hawking has improved the game, or Collingwood still puffing the chest out, talking utter shit. So enjoy your next decade, because you know what? The rest of us will as well.
0: <laughs> Bang. That's Eight. it. And if Bobby is correct here and they're still playing tr- paying Trelaw 300k to play finals for the Dogs, that's even better. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> How good would that be? Nah, the, the draft pick away. my God, what a cock-up that's been. That's been unbelievable. It's, and the the deficit thing's spot on. So it's going to either be a fire sale and breeze outright just flat out it will play elsewhere if there's coaching opportunities is just crazy. Right. So either he's going to drive his own price up or someone's getting a good deal.
1: So so
0: so Richmond people
1: out there, would you like Nick Dacos or um, would you would you like us to take Nick Dakos at pick seven? Let us let us know. Or would you like us to take what player from Colin would you like would you like
0: us to take to uh, get their value up? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, and no one wants to coach. Apparently fly bags could be in the box seat to coach him I did see today, which would be heartbreaking but also very good for him at the same time. Yeah,
2: and he deserves it. And that's the thing I can't get why fucking Colton zeroing zero in on let's build the wall lion, right? They should be looking at coaches like McCray. That's that's a real coach that can build the list, get the youngish kids going, and they fucking know they always got to go to the Messiah. Pathetic lose. Pathetic blues.
1: Exactly. They the messiah complex is alive and well, like Mick Malthouse and Dennis Pagan before him. Gonna come in and sweep the halls and fix things up. And the reality is their list is actually not bad. But Ross Lines yesterday's man, you were dead right. They need to find a fly bags or they need to find the next Alistair Clarkson, Damien Harwick. That's where they should be looking. But I hope yeah. they don't. I hope they go Ross Line. They sell a few memberships <laughs> and they plod round 10th to
0: 12th. All right, Tiggs, you've got a den lined up.
2: Yeah, um, it was it's so many to choose from. But what it was, I was thinking about the year and how it's gone through. And it, it, this is really a Tiger Den. Just a quick five minutes on how pathetic is the media? Five minutes? I a mean, couple of minutes, a couple of seconds, whatever it is. Two seconds, sorry. <laughs> two minutes. You know, it's my way to say fuck you to the media. How richly <laughs> we, we've gotten so deep the this psyche that the undead in footy classifieds is again going to rehash her hatred for a hard week. But that aside... I read an article, fellas. It was on that web that website that's afl.com.au. Now it's an electronic website, so I couldn't wipe my ass with the article. That's the only little tragedy that's come out of this. But the knob, whoever wrote it, is so irrelevant, I could not even remember his name. Wrote down that, you know, how Richmond Empire is crumbling. He used words such as, if because we're out of the finals now, even if we bounce back next year, it does not count to our dynasty. Right, Doesn't count So if we win the flag next year Which would be the fourth flag In five years Doesn't count people Why? Because we missed finals this year Yet in the same fucking article He highlighted Hawthorne's 2008 Then they didn't make finals And then he highlighted the three other flags Apparently it's okay for the Hawthorne Football Club to win a flag And not make finals the next year and then go on to, to go on, um, but not okay for us. So to that random, you know, journalist, whoever it is, whoever it is, it's probably Gil, to be honest, just moonlighting. <laughs> you know, go fuck yourself. That's, get, just get educated. Um, and, and for me, um, that's all I really wanted to say. Um, <laughs> I'm, sort of, I'm sort of just over the whole fucking, it's great this year in the sense the boys are going to rest, we're going to get good players in, we're going to, but you know what I also think? It takes this big bullseye hopefully off our backs. But I can guarantee it will come right back on if it, by round 10 we're somewhere like seven and three. It will come right back onto us, but we'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it be interesting. I've, I've got high hopes for us next year. I, I'd laugh at people who are willingly going to write us off on the back of that year. Yeah, it was a shit year. No, two ways about it. But I don't think that year defines us as a club or is a, a sign of things to come. We've got too much talent on the list and we've got, too good of a back-end of staff uh, for that to be, you know, the new norm for us, I guess you'd call it. So, no, it would be very interesting to see how that goes. Um, I just want to bring this one up quickly because it's probably another elephant in the room of sorts. There's a few reports now kind of floating around <laughs> about CCJ wanting to stay now, which I know a lot yeah. of people have got their fingers crossed well you. are pretty sort of strong on him leaving.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm still strong on him leaving. I'm not 90% like I was or 95%. I know GWS has called on him. But I think he knows reality is the thing that landscape hasn't changed. Soldo will be playing again next year, right? You've got Lynch and CCJ are too similar. Um, and you've got Jack well Yes, Jack's got one more year. Will CCJ wait that one more year? You know, we've got um, Sam Ryan developing. We've got, we've got Marte going to be having a full pre-season with us next year. Um, he knows the writing's on the wall. And again, I get people's love for him, and I do. I, you know, I, I, I like him as a player too. But he has got some serious limitations that I'm not going to be overly, overly crushed if we do trade him, and and get a fairly decent pick for him. Um, and I disagree. People are writing Jack's tombstone. What we need, you know, I'll tell you, people. You can get a medium, medium tall. You know, not doesn't have to be 200 centimeters. Get a smart, medium footballer forward. You can recruit those pretty easily. Someone with a bit of and that will take over Jack's role. I'm not underselling Jake. No one's gonna take be Jack Rewalt with his footy IQ. But it's with Jack, with Jack. Um yeah, if you I thought a rock, you'll give it a having a go at me. But if you if you just have to get a crafty player in that forward line, um
1: we've got him.
2: But that's not so good. We got a, a, goal, we've got a
1: guy called Josh Chatty.
2: Yes, <laughs> we have, but but yeah, Rewalt, that's the you're right there. Thinking of thinking of Josh. People talk about north. He might be going north. I hope for his case he does. But in saying that, this is where I think Hardwick wasn't on his game. When Rewalt was suffering, Rewalt played injured for a period of time. Um, they should have just let Rewalt West and put Caddy into Rewalt's role. And I reckon we would have functioned
1: better.
0: But um Yeah, I think so too. I, look, yeah.
1: You know what? I'm happy. The funny thing is, I'm actually really, really comfortable and happy with the way the year's panned out. Like oh, I'm so happy we've got pick seven and pick sixteen and always oh, it just it's come at a perfect time with an age with our stars aging, young guys coming through, 23, 24 years of age to 22. It's just perfect. It is so the timing is just mint. So can I
2: ask you, lads, a question? How much do you reckon
0: Hallie was on? I would have said 4, four. I would have really said three fifty to three fifty to four hundred.
2: You're kidding! Really that low? All right, let's say that number four fifty or whatever.
0: Cap reduced, mate. And yeah. only because they didn't, they, a lot of them take cuts as well and reshuffling.
2: Yeah, yeah they did. Um, how much do you reckon Asprey was on? Do on
0: three, his three, contract before the,
2: before the reduction.
0: Uh, I would have said four.
2: God, you guys! Fucking uh, remind me not to work with YouTube likes. <laughs> well, um, I reckon I reckon Aspie was on north of five hundred. I'm not saying seven hundred. I'm saying five hundred. It's about five fifty um, with bonuses and everything factored in. I reckon Hawley was on north four fifty to five hundred. Um, so that's close to a million bucks that we've now got, right? Then you add on top of the average the listings that we will do, and then add on top of the rants coin we haven't all used, and with shy Bolton taking unders. Show
1: oh, you. Yes, I definitely. But Jack um, Rewalt's taken unders too. Game hmm? Jack net Jack last, last year's not going to be on much either. No. But Jack Rewalt pur- has purposely taken less so he stays on the list. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. There's more money again available yeah. to spread for the young guys.
0: But
2: he'll stay on he, uh, Jack is open and honest. He said, I'll set less so I can still play the game. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's on like 250 next year, Jack.
0: What do we reckon Actually, about the is... on
1: 250 a year.
0: Oh, how
2: underrated his season's been. He's 30 to Coleman and he's going to be on like
1: 200K. only got to kick 55 goals and you'll win it. So, yeah.
2: That's what um, I thought. I reckon we're close to a million of free cap this offseason. And that's, keep in mind, that's with using some of the rants money for Shy Bolton, Mm -hmm. who's only accepted 600. We've got short contracts. Mind this for Rioli and Stack will get a short contract. So, boys, we're cooking.
0: Anyway. I just want to bring this up because uh, the irony's not lost on me. You've gotten Mate right, and he hasn't no. played a game. You've, you've said Shea. I was fucking for year, all years. <laughs> sure. I fuck it up. I put Shay for listening. I'm um, stupid, mate.
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> um. So the you did mention him, but Rioli. What do you think about that, fellas? There's a few articles trying to link him elsewhere today. I no, think I it's not it. anywhere. He'll sign a but... short-term
1: contract. Two
0: years. It's, it's interesting how media just instinctively come after us and our players whenever they need something to sell a click. They,
1: they just troll through lists. They just troll they through him. a shop.
0: He's not going yeah. to yeah, put him in.
1: Don't pick a name. They just pick a name
2: and go, okay, we're running on this boat. At least I have the courage to fucking, like I had that other tool say to me last last show, no, I don't hold the grudge, but say to me, oh, I'm you know, I try to hedge my bets. I don't fucking try to hedge my bets. I just say how I call it. But at least I go with the name and I'll say that want to go with, you know? Fuck, you know. I wish, well, I'm in the wrong industry. I should, I should work for the AFL media organisation.
0: This
2: is lazy journalism.
0: We'll get to some listener questions in a sec. So start thinking about what you want to ask us, viewers. Oh, before uh, we Ball
1: do, all Australian squad.
0: Yes, the other day, Before we do, uh, the, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with no Richmond players. I don't think we deserved it. The one, <laughs> the one was player here. Right on,
2: I think it was harsh on Baker's I... second year in a row. It's been harsh on oh. Baker. In, in his role, his size, but yeah, you're right. We across the board, well, under am the in, one player who I'm shocked we got him.
0: in there. Yeah. Travis Both missed yeah. out. Yeah.
2: And Nick New got in the same. They fucking knew he got in. It. Like it's skill. Cool. It's gill. Cool. He picks who he likes. He's a fucking tool. Oh, this can't. This, I remember when our organization was fucking this, our competition we all love was in had integrity and fucking you know treated everyone with the same bat. It's just gone so far. Lance
0: Franklin's made it in there. Lance Franklin's that one in by surprise. I couldn't believe that. Bailey one. Dale,
1: Who, who's Bailey? I wouldn't know Bailey Dale if I tripped over him. It's, it's all um, PR, it's all fucking gone to
2: PR and growing the market. It's just all shit. Oh,
0: uh, well. Uh we'll, uh, we'll get to some questions. This will be an interesting hey, one. Hey, Stringer, fuck
2: off. Oh, yeah, this fucking talk. <laughs> oh, I, if someone compares him to Martin again <laughs> before the final series starts, I'm gonna think he can go fucking postal. Kane Corns, you this is a couple not I'm gonna say this. Kane Corns, mate, you were right.
0: The guy is a fraud, right? He's been. Well, I've the- actually thought his last few games have been pretty good. But and who's he I'm, played? I know, who's but he's he played. Has- but they've had to win to keep their final sides fighting yeah, when he's it's playing? needed. to, he stood up. Yeah,
2: but. who's he played? Yeah, he's had he's had good bullet. know people say going to be a bit harsh here, but he's he's a cock tease, right? So I'm not saying he hasn't got ability, but he's not consistent. Yeah. What is no, that. that is Dusty is consistent. Mm. Win your game. Win your game. Win your game. Win your game. Get him to start doing that before you compare him, please.
0: On the on the flip side, fellas, just before we take these questions, Dangerfield missing in action again when the heat's on in a crucial game for the Cats. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, best question from Mike. Who is going to win our best and fairest?
2: Oh, fuck. Jack Graham.
0: Jack Jack Graham. Okay.
2: Tiggs. Yeah, Jack, Ryan, Jack Graham, Jack would be right up there. Um I would have said broad before he got injured, to be honest. So I might stay with the backman. I know we're going to say he had down games, but he played a lot of games. I think he played all games this year. And it could have been a lot worse without him. I'd say
0: Grimes. I reckon Baker's half a chance. Yeah, yeah, Baker, There's just been a, a lot of players place. who have gone in and out of the team. I'd be interested to see what the listeners are thinking as well for the best and fairest. It's going to be a really tough one to pick. Who else could be in contention? Though it's, it's not many players played enough games. Like Graham,
1: Graham. I think Grimes is up there. Uh, Bolton will be a top four finish, you'd think. Had a pretty good year. Um, yeah, but um, Bolton played uh, badly. George, um,
2: no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we saying. We had Caddy's the chance. Uh, games no. <laughs> if you played for Sydney in those nine games, you'd have been in the All-Australian side. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. I right, like this question.
0: Uh, and yeah, uh, next my question. answer is yes. So the question is, who do you think Stack... Oh, yeah, what do you think of Stack... Oh, my God. What do you think of Stack and Baker being our small forwards for next season? So it's a strong yes from UCB? Strong yeah. yes.
2: Big no I'll from half. Like a no from you? Yeah, Stack in the back half. You put him in the forward...
0: Hey. Yeah, well, Got I I
2: guess some goals broad,
1: really good. Broad, broad and Bolter have to fit back into that back line. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's fine. Easily done. Stack and play. For me... And Mansell's gone. Short's gone. Who's out? I Mansell's gone. Short's gone. Well, there's only six We've positions on the, the field. Can you I speak? Can like I answer eight, right? you? Can I answer you, right? No. I want to keep talking me over you. you. <laughs> yeah, you <yeah. Tell laughs> Miller stays in, takes Asprey's spot, Right. Come yes. hella high water, I'm locked into that, right? Yes. Mansell stays in one of the half-back flanks, right? I'll give that to him. Um, Stack can play um, in the other half-back flank, on the other pocket, right? Um, we just
1: load up with seven defenders. You only play six on the field, bro? No, no, bro.
2: Just get one of the wingers to roll in the back half.
1: Bruh. <laughs> Bruh.
2: As soon as the ball fans. No, look, I saw what he did at the forward line, but my worry for Stack is in a half forward, you can, what's caused his rot when he couldn't get possession of the ball? If you remember when he played forward, there's going games you can't get involved because you're not getting the ball. And if it happens two weeks or three weeks in a row, you start to, I loved what I've seen from him in the half back line. He's shown aggression. He's shown attacking the contest uh, and he showed a really good defensive mindset. For myself, Rioli who's currently in the half-back flank, it's going to sound weird and people are going to pillow me. Right? They're going to pillow me. Absolutely scream at me. But sure for me is the danger one there. Like I, He's very vanilla. I know he won the best in Ferris last year, but this year's been a pretty shocker for me. Yeah, he's. He, I'm not saying he's a shit player or anything, but I'd prefer to see Daniel Rioli have another year full-time in half-back flank as an attacking. Stack on the wing, yes. yeah. You could probably put him as a wing. Yeah, you could probably put him on the wing. He's got the leap. He can take a mark. Has he got the engine? That's the question. Um, if we do that, pick it. I can't pick it. We only play if we've got injuries, and then you can leave short mark back flank. Um, and he's a probably better option than short because short can't take a mark on the wing. With, so
0: um, with stack, I don't want assumptions to be made, but is there a bit of not worry but, or concern, but. The off-seasons, Stacky's obviously got himself in a really good spot to get make his way back into the side after the kebab gate and whatnot. And there was yeah, a lot you know. of speculation and shit that happened. How do we make sure? I know the contract's in place. Is that going to be enough to make sure he I comes back in tip-top shape? Brown, no, Where no. Playing, I, no, because you spoke about his endurance. I want him to come back in tip-top shape because a wing could be a, a lethal position for him if he could get his, his running capacity up. I think he's
2: grown up. I think he's grown up. I think – and that's disrespectful to him me saying it, sorry. But what I mean, I think the light bulb has fucking gone on and it's going to go off. Um, so I've got no worry about that. Uh, look, you could put him – I reckon you could put him in this titty bar and he'll be an angel. Um, well, I
0: love Saki. I reckon his return to the yeah. team has been
2: sensational. Yeah. Um, just, I, reckon and, yeah, I reckon he'll be safe.
0: Just with our cleanies and Jack. What you said was spot on. He's in the silk department. He's just yeah. clean with the ball. Corey Ellis. In
1: traffic. your mouth, Corey, yeah. Corey Ellis, come on. Ben Lennon.
2: What? <laughs> fucking what Corey Ellis could have been. When he first? I was happy with the draft when we
1: got him. I was joked when we got him. Corey Corey Ellis, Danny Meyer. I just don't see any difference. Aaron Fiora, remember him?
0: Oh,
2: oh fuck
0: that's a good point, Dale. hadn't I didn't actually think of it that way. Save pre preseason, ever with lockdown, can't go anywhere. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's see what other questions. Keep sending through your questions. Uh, an update on Pickett. This I suppose is played yeah. a good game. There's been a little bit of talk, CB and Tiggs, about him potentially wanting to to play back home in Perth for family reasons. And if if that is true and is the case, I don't think anyone would begrudge him.
2: Yeah. Oh. I generally don't know. I, I know he's had personal stuff going on, and I, and I don't like talking about it. He played his last game of of the year. I mean, don't read too much in that. I wouldn't be surprised, but in saying that, I wouldn't be. I thought he was going to be traded. I thought he was going to leave. I was it last year or the year before. I yes, thought no. last year. Yep. Yeah, last year. So maybe he's done it, for, and he's contracted, I believe, for two years. So he's in contract. He has to be traded to leave. Um, Cam Howard. Maybe yes. what I thought might – what I was hearing last year might happen this year. I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's still on the list at the end of the year.
0: All right. Uh, when do we think the listings will be announced? Could it be within a couple of days? Um, I don't know. I'm not used to having to worry about this kind of shit at this time of the year. Yeah. It's kind of throwing me. No, I, I imagine, don't they usually do all the exit meetings pretty much within a day or two lot, after yeah. the last game and then let the players go off and do their own thing? So yeah. I'm sure the chats would have already been had now, if not in the next couple of days. And then yeah. I'm not sure when the list lodgement dates are, but I'm I'm guessing the decisions were well and truly underway. But you would think the listing-wise, you would think, you know, Egg might be in a bit of trouble. Uh, Nash might. The, the one that I'm scared about, is Cumberland. I, I don't think you'll get delisted, but I was just a little bit shocked he didn't get a game off the back of his performances.
2: Yeah, I reckon we've got to make hard choices on some of the kids that we've that we rate but didn't get an opportunity because of the quality. We've got to use these draft picks, um, so we've got to give an opportunity, and it just might be just really bad timing, COVID, all that sort of stuff. They couldn't show their wares, but.
0: Yeah, not uh, even the VFL. Yeah. To to, yeah, to to show your form is a tough gig, and that's and that's exactly why Matty Parker got delisted from St Kilda. It was bad timing, yeah. couldn't show his worth, and then we obviously pick him up. So, yeah, hopefully. Big, big shout out to Troy to, to Big Morrow, just see his name pop up. G'day Morrow. you beautiful man. Oh, Biggie gone. I hope Biggie's not gone. I've liked the look of him when the VFL's been on. I thought he's oh, really sort of him. grown and and um and and yeah and shown a bit. So, how big? And even like. Me. And even even Garthwaite, like we've, you know, he's probably not going to be best twenty two, but we've seen how valuable Albert no, was
1: coming no, in. So, but so then you so got Ward
0: coming back, Bolter so, coming back. No. So so so. Yeah.
1: Well,
0: I thank you very much, Garth <laughs> I've, I've been waved off. I've been waved off.
2: <laughs> thank you, Garthwaite. Thank you very much for everything you've done for the club, mate. With full respects.
0: ta-da. That's no, no. I thought he held. I thought he did okay for the games he no. had to play. No, no. no. Look, for
2: me, he's, he, he's got that – We've we've look, to our credit, we've looked after him like most clubs didn't pick him. I don't think any club is going to pick him because of his ball drop. He's kicking. Now, he's actually an accurate kick, so hear me out, but he tele- tra- telegraphs where he's kicking it because I don't know how he got that as a junior. But getting past that, he hasn't he's, – he's soft in the contest. I'm not saying he's soft. I'm not saying he's a scaredy-cat or anything. What I mean by soft in the contest, when I used to play footy – my coach used to scream at us if you haven't got your balance and you haven't got your body positioning right, particularly in half, you know, half back flank, and you get pushed to ground, you're soft.
1: Right? Uh, Doesn't mean you lack like carry. It means he's got no balance. He, he got- I, I disagree. He he's too small to be playing that position. He's not like Dylan Grimes. He's he was just He's taller he, and heavier than Dylan. He was he was an in-between size to be playing the role he was playing. Oh, he's taller than heavier than.
2: Um, Dylan is, no. Look, oh, I'll give you an example. Vlostin on Darling. How often have you seen Darling pick Vlostin up and throw him to the ground? And to let you know, Taron Taranto just basically,
1: you know, just shoved him and pushed him on Yeah, the Yeah,
0: that was pretty Taranto, bad. You say
1: Taranto's too big for him? Well, mate, if you're using this argument, then I guess maybe Achille's gone as well. No, well, seen, that's I've a seen thing. Seen like, Mar- I've seen Martin I've seen all the breezes move, Chol. No, 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 no.
2: (laughs) Chol's not playing in the back half. Chol has one thing that CCG Day doesn't have and that none of the other players that were sort of thinking might be traded. Oh, Garth. Oh, Glenn, I thought you were an intelligent young man. You've hurt my feelings, mate. You know what? It's lockdown. I forgive you, Glenn. No, but seriously, Chol has something that CCG doesn't have. Yes, genuine hurt factor how often have you seen my my child pop up kick an important goal then back it up and do another thing oh, I... hasn't. A... yeah but you've seen it you haven't seen it with ccj so
1: no rubbish
2: be... i can't argue with that no. i'm not gonna argue <laughs> i'm gonna argue you guys are baiting me and i'm gonna be the bigger man <laughs>
0: Can't <laughs> up, uh, what a, I can't find the question now. What about uh Jack Ross? How did we where do we see him fitting in? Because I thought he showed a really good game on the weekend because he was given a lot of opportunity to sort of show his wear. I, I thought he was quite good.
1: My gut says we lose, we're gonna lose one of RCD, yeah. Ross, Martin, somewhere in that pack of that next gen coming through, that next lot coming through, the three, four, and balls. One of those will go. Yeah, it's my gut.
2: For me, it comes down who does the club rate. Martin's just been re-signed. I don't know why. I don't know. Oh, is it what's it? That young midfielder that played on the week. It's Will Martin? Martin.
0: Yeah, yeah, Will Martin.
2: Yeah. For me, I've seen nothing from Will Martin. This no disrespect, <laughs> Will. That's made me go, "Ooh, this kid can play." I've not seen that in any of the games that he's played. The two games. I know it's a very small sample size. So I haven't seen anything. And Ross, as the Martin problem, is vanilla as fuck. But with Ross, he has hunger at the contest, right? Um, he might not have all the best skills in the world, but he has heart and hunger, and so I'd be—I don't understand why we signed Martin and not Ross. For me, I think we'll probably lose Ross, and it's going to be giving me the shits because it's like the egg situation—getting him on the list all over again for me. We've, we've picked the wrong player in which to retain.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's my, true, my is we seven. We have to. Essendon's, Essendon um, are talking to Jack Ross and it depends if the right offer comes up, you'd have to consider it with Ross. If someone said a pick in the 20s for Jack for Jack Ross, you'd have to seriously consider it. There's no yeah, doubt but about see, it.
2: Nick about it. I haven't seen Martin do it inside. Like I saw a lot of midfield. I was watching him obviously TV on the midfield. I didn't see him be clean and hard at it. Unless, I've got glasses on, so that's Maybe
0: it's me, but I didn't see it. Plenty of list decisions, it. yeah. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting. Uh
2: you nash know Let's
0: talk about Nash. A bit of a no man's land. It feels like yeah. I said today to someone, it feels like he's gonna be one of those players that's exceptional at VFL but can't make it at a for a sustainable level at AFL level. And <laughs> I know they cut you deep, Tiggs. I know they cut you deep. <laughs> but yeah. I, I just yeah i'm not sure cb even
2: i said you have to delist him sorry nash i fucking love you but you have, we have uh, to let you go. Mate.
1: unfortunately he's just he's had his opportunities and he hasn't taken them and i yeah. can't see him improve with, with with what we've seen i can't see him improving enough to be a regular 22 kind of player and that's the issue yeah. not saying he can't play but just for whatever in our the way it's working at richmond it's just not working out for him yeah sad because yeah, we it's, have it's, to make it's it's cool. these calls Oh, that this was, has been like a—that was hard. That was a hard burn.
0: This mm. has been like just a mini therapy session for all the the tiger supporters out here. Just chucking in comments and getting amongst it as well. It's been good. Um, all right, uh, Bobby. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. We hopefully reckon not. He might be in the mix. That he, someone's going to have to go. But uh, what was yours? Well,
2: worry with ASD. Let's talk about him for a sec. <coughs> He's got all the tools. He's got the – he's a monster. Like, I saw – he was towering over other mids, right, that have got 100 games on him. But he's got no fucking tank. Like, he fades in and out, fades. Like, I mean, batting for an inside ball winner. People knock Tom Mitchell, but at least he runs all day. This, That's my biggest worry with RCD. Like, he's got
1: all the potential in the world, you know, but he still his, racked up some good numbers on the weekend. He did.
2: And he did some really me, nice he did things. He's But what I mean is how often have you seen RCD D later in games start a chain, win the ball from the back half, get it on the wing, receive it in the in the centre, then you see him pop up somewhere in the forward line, right? You to, don't see it because he, be he had
1: not To be fair, he missed out in the whole year of development last year. Agreed. And he's, yeah. all of a sudden he's found himself in the deep end this year. So... This
2: yeah. preseason's make or break for him. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he's got a contract, hasn't he? So let's hope he has a cracking preseason. Let's hope you know, I've got full faith in him that he'll do well, but you know, he's just worries me. I just hope this season he gets a running coach.
0: Yeah. Had a bit of a nice blind turn out of traffic as well in the in the game. So hopefully he gangs around. I think there's I think if he can maximize his potential, I think we'll be on to a winner. But just gotta wait and see, yeah. I guess. But um all right, well that that'll do us for tonight, lads. Thank you for joining us for the last season show. Hey, Not hey, to hey, say hey, it's gonna whoa. there's still one topic we've got to cover off. Oh, okay.
1: Who are we going for in the finals? Yes. Now, all, I would like to
0: go. I would <laughs> yes. like to
1: go first. Yes. No yes. like Anyone, Anyone but Geelong. fucking Geelong. Seriously, yeah. they
0: can get fucked. Yeah. And I hope <laughs> Walker does his
1: knee. I hope yeah. Selwood gets knocked out. Oh, I'm not going to be no one. Uh, we I right want to I I see, see I a mean, four-star coach lose his and hair, no. mate. Oh, I just, you, know know I I you
2: know what I want? You know what I want? I want, them to get into the grand final, Geelong. No. And I want, them, yeah, I want them to lose by ten goals. And then what I want in that loss of ten goals, and just I'll be able to watch Dangerfield's face. Throughout, knowing his team's getting getting rogered, and I just watched it dawn on him that no, he's never going to win. That will get me through. That will get me that through.
1: That choke, that choke on Saturday night was serious when I watched that thing. That was epic. Just to see how cocky they were at half. You know what? That was a very Richmond Geelong game. That game on Saturday night, when you watch them Geelong up and about at half time, and then all of a sudden it just gets clawed back, and then Melbourne put the foot down beautifully. And like I said, I hope Port absolutely bitch them on the weekend and <laughs> the <front> the <laughs> smash them. And then some crap team like the swans bowls them out in straight sets. Because they've got 10 blokes, 30 years and over. So they their descent that once they hit the cliff, they're going over real quick.
2: And you know and what shits me? When that descent happens, do you reckon you get the flogs in the media saying, like, Oh, they're they they're, they're dying? They've never fucking had a dynasty, they've never done a back to back.
1: Well, they did, they're a very good team. Come on, mate. But they never that, did that a back to back. You've mate, never done it
0: the back to me. I'm sorry. Flags in five years, they were an excellent team. They Kilda was a great team, was a good team. Oh. Oh. there's a curveball. <laughs> there's no, a curveball. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you love winning the flag, but danger misses I our due extension in the <laughs> Damon? you are savage. I'm torn on this because I've got a, a good mate. who's a Geelong supporter and an Essendon supporter, so I always yeah. want to wish them the best and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I think I would like to see Melbourne. My only thing is and this applies to all teams for Melbourne who haven't won one for so long it'll be really shit for their fans to not be able to see it and that, that would be heartbreaking I'm yeah. putting myself in their position um but I think GWS could be if they can get their shit together they GWS could be uh team. they could be a half a big, chance big
1: sand, it's a big yeah. I've
0: big
2: big, <laughs> <yeah>. got <laughs> port and my soft spot uh um, my soft spot is Melbourne but i prefer port I think they've as a body of work, like seriously with Melbourne, I'm gonna call mate. And I said to him, I said, Darren, you're fucking this could be an aberration year. Like, just get that fucking sinking in here. This could be an aberration year. You could go back to Melbourne next year, but no, good, good on them. Um, my soft spots with them, their supporters deserve it. You know, they haven't won a flag uh, since since CBAP, I think it was the last <laughs> time. Since CBA. <is>.
1: Uh, all right, well, uh, for thank the record, you gents. for the questions. I'm actually in Trailgun in Victoria, so it's just the way my lighting is. I've actually got this lamp that faces the other it's that bright, it actually faces the other way, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to see a thing. Um, that's where I am, but for me, it's got a Melbourne for one, lamp, yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Terry Wallace. I've got a bought yeah. <laughs> of off Terry Wallace. Um, so Melbourne for me, for one, but if Melbourne can't do it, in all seriousness. I'm getting on the GWS bandwagon, man. I'm going, I'm going to barrack hard for Toby Green to do something violent and win. That's yeah, I, I
2: can't can give to GWS. Not because I don't like the club. Is there a franchise? I know Port's a franchise too, like when Rooster's got a long history than both of Even those better. Even but better. No, but Guild made GWS. Guild fucking made GWS in Gold Coast. I never, can I just put this on record? Call me a prick. I don't care. I never want Gold Coast to ever play finals. Never. Fuck them, just for 50 years. I'm just not – they're they're fake franchises. The competition's poorer for having these plastic clubs in it.
0: Oh, well. Um, Someone asked, are we doing another trade show? I'm not sure if you're going to get more mail somewhere during the final series. If you do, we will. We'll keep you all posted, but it's not something we've spoken about just yet.
2: It's a possibility, but you guys are going to appreciate I've got a full-time job, four kids, yada, yada, and towards – um this end of this month and next month it's pretty full-on for me but if i hear anything that i think is worth of note and it deserves to show i'll 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 put it on i'll I'll let michael's know or i'll tweet it or post on the boards anything that i get so um yeah i'll keep you in the loop anything i hear uh
0: yeah very good we will definitely keep everyone posted yeah yes i am in the garage this is where i've been relocated to since our second trial took over my man cave Gets cold out here, but I uh, got my PS5 out here, my work computer, and just yeah, other rich memorabilia shit. So I am out in the garage, but that's okay. So we'll keep everyone posted if there's a, a trade show. But like we said earlier on, we will be looking <laughs> to. Do- other random shows, uh, you know, throughout the off-season, so not necessarily about Tiger stuff, but um, everyone's always more than welcome to join us for the conversation, whether it's, yeah, whatever the topic is, you guys can call the shots, I guess, it's just a good way to stay connected because we do love our viewers and our family that we've built up. It's a good little community. So thank you so much to everyone for all your love and support throughout the season. We, um, we really appreciate all the kind Chris, words and the views.
2: Chris, just sorry, Michaels. Chris, I've got to let him know. Chris, bud, Chris Bell. I was in the Army, mate. So I very well could be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, we, we appreciate all the support, you know, from you guys, the viewers, and for accepting the change to going to a video audio medium. And it was a good call by UCB to sort of force our hand to do that. Is a very good outcome. It's been a nice change to, you know, for all of you to be able to see us. It's a bit different. Um, visionary, um, mate. I'm a vision, I've always told it's you I'm a
2: visionary. Mate. You're it's very a good. It's just inspiration, mate. You're a <laughs>
0: It's been
2: and a good you, success, probably, so. And to CB's going to lash off, so CB I won't have a chance to say Merry Christmas. Have a good, um, good off season, mate. Play your cricket like Dennis Lilly, um, or Justin Langer. I do not follow cricket.
1: I'm more, like, I'm more like Shane Warne after about four thousand beers and twenty pies, mate. But yeah.
2: Because <laughs> I know you're great at fondling the ball. So you know, enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. Um, and Michael's, we will do a show, mate. i look. I'm happy to. Um, hop in anytime, talk about anything. So um
0: Sounds good and see, I'm sure you'll jump in if you get half the chance as well. So I'm sure we'll yeah. will be talking crap at sun stage and yeah. I'll I be streaming so video saying. games if anyone wants to come and watch. Kano, thanks for watching me play Fortnite last night. Sorry oh, about how shit on. I was.
2: How's this? If C B seen when we do the next show, we can get one of our listeners.
0: Oh yeah, we can we can do that.
2: We can do like a lottery, get one of our listeners on.
1: Okay. Oh. I, I just you want to say, it. before I take oh, I've it's got to duration. take it, But um, to all the viewers and the listeners, um, yeah. we really, I, all of us, we genuinely, anyone who's given us feedback, we've always responded personally to people who've actually got in touch with us. Um, it means a hell of a lot to us. And we just love you awesome. as an audience. We love the fact that you take the piss. You don't take it too serious. Clearly, we don't take it too seriously. It's um, We try to make a bit of a difference from the other crap that is out there on um, TV, etc. So, means a lot to us that you tune in. And um, I am going to take a bit of a break, uh, but means a lot to me. And Tiggs, brilliant, Michaels, thank you so much, and um, have a wonderful break. Be safe. And honestly, hopefully, the next time we see each other, for fuck's sake, I hope we're out of lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, I I will come down for that beer, right? So.
2: After out of lockdown, we'll go have a beer. Maybe before the first game of the year is perfect. Maybe after or before it, we have a BF Tiger Cards beer, and I'm and I'm up for it. Jesus, I'm, I'm shout. Up for it.
0: Pub crawl, yeah. We'll do we'll do a Dion Prestia. Now, very good. Thank you so much, everyone, uh, and stay safe. And we will speak soon, no doubt. So. Enjoy the final series and a relaxing off-season, folks. And the Tigers will be back bigger and ever, bigger, better than ever next year, no doubt at all. So, right, until so next time, go safe, Tigers. Boss.
2: Lots of love. Stay safe.
1: Actually, one quick idea: we should do a show after the national draft and talk about our draft. Yes, oh, I can do that. Yeah. like
2: right, we'll diabetes, mate, He's making me. We'll come <laughs> see me, mate. You can oh, come, we've mate. got someone.
0: Oh. going to shout oh. us at the precinct. Very, very good. Now, see you later, everyone. We will. We will announce any shows that we do so you'll get a heads up well and truly in advance. So have a great night, everyone.
2: Again, thanks you for the support.